soapbox Cause we've come out And we've got days There's even grim And sometimes it's guests So every morning Tell all your friends To log on to Radio Good morning everybody, welcome to Soapbox on Radio Cali in association with the Students Association. Um, this morning I'm going to be here till 8 till 9 with David Kerr and we've got our special guest and Andrew Bergen today. Morning guys, it's great to be here. Excellent, we're still waiting for Mark, I don't know what's keeping him up. For the very first time ever, Mark is late. I know, he's I usually, I think he sleeps in here at night, he's usually sitting here. Uh, I'll take her up that mantle for this morning, I'll... Occupy his place for maybe what ten minutes till he gets here. Five ten minutes. You're gonna to have to be the the anchor man. The anchor. Yes, so we'll see how that pans. Oh, speak of the devil. Oh, there he is. He's here. Um, while we're waiting for him, sell yourself and Andy. Tell the soapboxers who you are. Who I am. Well, first of all, I'm Andy Bergen. I'm on fourth year on the LLB with these guys. Three guys are sitting opposite me here. Apart from anything else, what would you like to know? You're an imposter. Sweet you're sitting in Mark's chair. Um, you alright mate? Nah. What's happening? Are you late? You look it's a bit dishevelled. It's not you. Decided to drive a different route today. Never a good idea. Never a good idea. Mm. So you only decided that this morning? Yeah. It's a poor I'm planning. There you go, we can segment a traffic update. Don't come through the Clyde Tunnel. Because it's mocked. <laughs> Are you so suited and booted right now? No. This is an optical illusion. Web cameras. Dressed in dressed in hairdress. It's green screen. Suited and booted. Booted and suited. What's the chat? Um, nothing. We were just. We're just filling air until you arrive, mate. You you bind this show together. Do I complete you? You do. Right. I want to talk about the cosmonauts who've landed on Mars. In inverted commas. Aye. I think I've seen a wee skit about this on the news last night. I've always wanted to be a cosmonaut. Um, I've been trapped and trapped. They volunteered to go into a space probe and take undertake a simulated flight to Mars. Is it the sort of it's a Russian guy, a Chinese guy, and some bizarre version of the like starting a joke? <laughs> <laughs> Russian guy, a Chinese guy, walk into a space station. <laughs> Guess uh, what? You're going to Mars. Boom. We've been locked in there for eight months and we took any stimulus. And they've simulated it so that at first they could contact mission control regularly, but as they get further away, there's a delay. So even though they're basically in the next room, they've been waiting two or three days to get emails and, and to communicate. I remember as this was my idea. This is how I was going to make it big in the media industry. I had an idea for the, the new breed of reality TV show. Um, you want it, to give this away on air? It was no, because it's been done, hosted by Johnny Vaughan. I think this is the one that you're talking about. Um, they basically got to these contestants. <coughs> my, the premise of my idea was to basically, I, I'm sitting thinking, and I'm just going, this is just the Ravens here. Don't know, pretentious half wit who has got designs on being involved in this industry, and I'm sitting going, oh, you get people getting for like different nationalities, get them thinking they're going on to like a space station and doing the training <laughs> and all that stuff and gone and then just big brother it see what happens sort of thing. and they made it didn't they when I don't know it was an absolute disaster it? Did, it, did it actually happen or it did happen Johnny Vaughan hosted it can anyone find it on the internet I've seen it you've seen it Aye. I didn't even watch it because I was that did disgusted they, was it terrible it was I only watched it say one episode it was did they have convinced they were in space I don't know no. I think it's a no, you could tell that they all knew they were just doing that, that was the kind of premise, but I, I, somebody took me, Joe Bloggs off the street, went, we're going to make you an astronaut, and we're taking you to Russia to train, and you're like, that right, okay, pal. Wait, I've actually met a real live astronaut. Yeah. For those that don't know, Andrew's in the Navy, so he's one of our Can we play services. a song for him, today? Aye, I've got one lined up. Oh, no. <laughs> <laughs> You probably get this other time. <laughs> so I had a pound. <laughs> <coughs> so they're, they're all buying into this role playing exercise, but they've 
they landed on Mars and it's a simulated Martian surface which looks absolutely dreadful. It's the most low budget attempt at recreating Mars. That looks like this. This is a big puncture in the hole. It's a shit. Conspiracy theorists who say that we didn't land on the moon and that we recreated (laughs) it in our Las Vegas out in the desert. Big studio. Oh, but that could be believable. This is actually a sandpit. I know. <laughs> this is a sandpit. <laughs> this is what I would imagine it to be. in a small town. See if you ask somebody to recreate the moon. He's walking about with. <laughs> <laughs> and there's clearly a door. There's some lights there to give the pretense of stars and a trestle table. You, you could hire better than that. I reckon if you had enough time, I could make a better backdrop. Facsimile of Mars. Most people that did the Fallout video could do much better. <coughs> they've, <25B. coughs> they've put these guys in a cupboard with some lights and a, a hoover and told them they're in Mars. That would puncture the disbelief for me. I wouldn't be able to buy into anything. Take my helmet off and throw my toys out of there. It's just a, it's a big exercise in role play, isn't it? It really is. Uh, <coughs> Do you really want to take the risk though and take your helmet off? They might have added <laughs> oxygen to this. Sitting there going. I know, I know I'm on bars, but what if I take my helmet off? <laughs> For added authenticity. They've got you in a vacuum. In a vacuum. <laughs> Remember that's why the Hoover's there, they've just left that on for the last eight months. Total recall. <laughs> <laughs> so What's Yeah, uh, you'll end up like Schwarzenegger on Total Recall. Yeah. I love that I film. <laughs> the film's one of my favourites. That and the running man, Schwarzenegger was good in those days. I just, it's easy to slag, before we went into politics, easy to slag actors like that. He's a, I think he's a brilliant actor. Do it! Come on, get to the chopper! <laughs> Do it now! <laughs> Should we take some shout outs for our regular listeners? Yeah, go for it. Aye, why not? Like, so, David's mummy, I, I hope you're listening. I'm assuming my mummy's listening. So, hello, David's mummy. Hello, David's mummy. Hello. What's her name? Mummy. Mummy, that's Hello, mummy. She's the mummy of the show. She's the show's mother. Are we extending? Yes, we're about James. Should we say hello, James? Is James listening? James always listens. Hello, James. Hello, hello James. Get out of your bed and stop wearing so much designer clothes. What? <laughs> don't know. <laughs> <laughs> um, who else? Oh, hello, Cafe Roots. If it's finally working, hello. Who else? We've got Amy, if you're listening... You probably are, hello. Big, big, big shout out. The only radio show where it's possible to personally address every single listener. <laughs> <laughs> In fact, Amy asked me to plug something for her. I'll wait till we've got more listeners. Oh, is this the, the Facebook spam I've been getting? I don't know. So you said you had a song lined up for Andy. Play Andy's song. You want me to play it in the background? or you want No, me to just play it. We don't need to play the full thing, just give it like a minute and a half. Something. Okay. Just enough to get the gist I of think it only lasts about a minute and a half this one, and I think it's short. Novelty is the genre <laughs> I best describe this in. Carry on. Hope you enjoy it. Join your fellow man in the Navy. Come on. 
come back. That was in the that Navy. Was in the Navy. <laughs> the village people for Andrew Bergen. Who's in the Navy? What? Who's in the Navy? Who is in the Navy? It was not all of you. He gets to fire real guns. That's true. I'm actually really jealous. He fired all manner of firearms. Have you sunk a boat? That's what I like. No, but it's my. It's what I'm working up to. <laughs> I'm <laughs> levelling up. <laughs> Get yourself out of Korea, mate. Have you ever been involved in a spat off the Korean coast? An international incident. I could have caused an international incident, right? You you sunk the submarine, didn't you? It was me. Yeah. <laughs> also drove the one into the French one. Speak the submarines. Um, just shoot around them again. There's, uh, I've seen this on a BBC News website, Colombian police or military have seized a submarine that's been used to smuggle drugs to really? Mexico. <laughs> a homemade submarine. A homemade submarine? Uh, it could crew four. That's ingenious. And transport eight tons. So it's sufficiently buoyant, you know better, but it's sufficiently buoyant that it can take eight tons of stuff. How can you make a submarine? That's brilliant. I'd love to make a submarine. It's, it's not probably because it's been used to smuggle drugs, but the Aye. fact that it's, it's yeah, a, a home, homemade submarine. It's worth two million. See, that raises a few eyebrows, though, when you see your neighbour <laughs> going into his back garden with a propulsion system. <laughs> Working in this ballast. So what you doing, mate? Got ballast, but oh, I'm just fixing this thing up. It might just be... Bobby. If he's going to his back garden with that, he might just be making motorbikes or repairing yeah. classic cars. It's when he starts smuggling in big crates and pallet loads of drugs and really start. <laughs> I mean, he's Kalashnikov toting pals. I'm driving yeah, in yeah, sacks. Yeah, hand dragging this down to the water. Sacks full of heroin. Find a submarine and dress it up to make it look like the Loch Ness Monster and make it run about in Loch Ness all the time. What if you paint like my sharp <coughs> teeth on the front or painted it yellow? Yeah. Seen as we're good in the line of cliches. I think he's looking for the yellow submarine. But it's amazing that the lines will go to. If there's enough money in it, people will resort to any level of ingenuity to try and get through. That's why we are tapping the food chain. That's why we can do things. Obviously, if there's an impetus for these people to go and do that, right? we need to get the drugs through. So, worth so much money is what can we possibly do? We'll make the rain submarine. I thought it was going to be some. <laughs> I don't know, chilling tale about they bought it in the black market after all the defunct Russian I'd state. I prefer that it came to some Russian state that was no, because then old I just, warrior. Yeah, I just uranium. Uh, points to the <laughs> the proliferation of all these. Oh, look, you rough can state see arms. that they decided to go by the most simple and direct route for smuggling underwater. Uh, and last week we had a story about Mexican drug smugglers who were using trebuchets. <laughs> Based on medieval designs to fire in that great wall of Mexico. <laughs> America's building, they'll just fire the drugs over there. So, military tech has been adapted to. I thought I always meant that everyone would turn full circle. We'd go right back to where we started. <laughs> so, we're going back to medieval instruments. <laughs> I'm impressed, it certainly puts the trebuchet into perspective. I like a submarine now. So, did I. I'm just trying to Google how to make your own submarine. Really? Yeah. Well, it's not they really. There'll be instructions. There's yeah. got to be instructions. Ah, uh, the MOD <coughs> will accidentally put them on Facebook. Or so I don't know hard to find. You wanted to bring up the raft, the raft, raft. I did. Not as a sort of dig it in a. Is there is there an inherent divide between the two of you? Oh like yeah. I don't know, electricians and joiners. <laughs> is it that kind of in, inbuilt hatred yeah it's institutionalised there's, there's a lot of antagonism how so how if he's on the same side how can these possibly it's a status thing do you see yourself as above or below above very much above and do they see themselves as above as well so it's a scramble for the high ground they've kind of got they a think bit of a, a winning start because they fly airplanes well yeah but they're what you call the junior service. So that at the bottom of the food chain and nobody really pays attention. Alright, I've got my hat in the area of camp. I've got my aeroplane cufflinks on the day. I noticed that when you so come uh, in, actually. I've got Show them at the webcam for the benefit. Uh-huh. I don't think we've even got any webcam for yours. You don't have any yet. Oh. So cheer into the webcam. People out there. And you can see my cufflinks. And also, half of this table were looking good, dressed smart. The other half of the scarves. Half pretty poor. And it's also the you get mixed up. Almost RAF issues. 
there you go with my hats firmly in the, the one camp. But what are they doing? Why did we bring them up for? They are, because I heard on the news yesterday that they are cutting a quarter of all their pilots. So that's including <coughs> guys who are halfway through, three quarters of the way through, almost completed the training pipeline. You're just out the door. See you later. You're half trained to fly a plane? Half trained to fly a plane. And consider it cost four million pounds over four years to train each pilot. That's I don't know how I don't know what the figures are, but that's a lot of money just wasted. Right off right really from the off. I don't know if it was that expensive. I always thought the biggest tune that you could possibly get in any job was if you ejected it an aeroplane and let it crash because they lost so much money. <laughs> well you personally signed out your aircraft before you go. And you ejected. I thought that would be the biggest two, but if you're worth four million quid, yeah. then I can kind of understand why they make the <coughs> swings in the On balance. But I think four, three tornadoes <coughs> crashed recently. Aye. Another one last, last week. week. Yeah. Pilot banged out. Maybe they're funny. They got a bad batch. Mm. They're old. They're old. Class of 2011. What happened to Harriers? I love those things. My favourite, favourite ever. Yeah, beautiful aeroplane. What is it? Is it Last Action Hero? Mm-hmm. No, um, <laughs> True Lies. True Lies, that was brilliant. Just the aeroplane just hovering. Looks brilliant as well. Another Arnie film. It's with an oxymoron in the title. There's actually a band on there that make songs based on Arnold Schwarzenegger's films. I think they're called Swats in here or something like that. <laughs> Get them on. No, they're rubbish, and I think they're maybe swearing on it as well. <laughs> maybe, maybe a bit sweary of a Tuesday morning. So they cut, I've cut my hundred parts. I've seen as well in the news that Virgin are modifying their training to take these guys on. <coughs> well, that kind of makes sense because most of these big airliners will only take ex-military pilots, so they don't need to go to the expense of training them. Mm. So, but who wants to fly a bus around the sky? Ah, if you're used to flying, <laughs> it's well paid. It is. To travel. I'm just interested in this inherent standoff between the Navy and the RAF. Oh, and the yeah. Army are kind of caught in the middle. Are like. the Army involved? Aye. Which side would they take? They are, I would say the, the RAF because they provide air support for ground operations. Ah, but for you getting so in, in the Navy. first place. Exactly. And provide shore batteries. Oh, right, okay. But if you're too far inland? You That's why you have aircraft you carriers. You've Transformers too. They can hit the pyramids. True. They used a real gun for that. <laughs> <laughs> and the uh, robot they shot at had testicles. My suspension <laughs> of disbelief was gone by this point. <laughs> I love that film. I don't care what anybody says. It's Keith. I, it's key. I know, it's absolutely key. Key. But The first one it's in, is it's amazing. Just a fun film. Nah, I walked to the first one. rather disappointed. The greatest thing ever committed to celluloid. Absolutely. Absolutely. <laughs> <laughs> but the it second one, see if you could just see if somebody cut down the second one and a more cohesive story, it would be better if they cut out the two wee racist. Uh, I was going <laughs> to say that that was just two racist parodies. Uh, what a white person thinks black people talk and act like. Aye. It was disgusting. It was just, it was, it was like Jar Jar Binks in Star Wars. Less of them two. Mayor Optimus Prime and Mayor John Turturro and it would be perfect but unless I don't know bloatedness did you know the biggest mistake and it's see they're in the Washington air and space machine and they come out the back door into a desert mm. they just come out the door into a desert that's in the middle of Washington there's no desert at the back <laughs> <laughs> see, only in recent I watched it again in the holidays and I noticed that that they just come out the door and I've been there I don't remember a desert I was nine so I yeah. might have been kind of Slightly blinkered with all the Bass, space the shinies and all that stuff, but aye, there wasn't a yeah, desert in the middle. Movie of. mistakes, it's bloated. The new one's out this year. There's another one? Yeah, mm. the third part of the trilogy. The last one, or the third part of the series. Michael Bay says this is the last one he's directing. <coughs> Hopefully, it's a bit better than the last. Mm. But they've got all new characters in it again. I don't I like the traditional classic characters. It's turned into insects now. They were, the they were in the Insecticons were in the original the, series. They were always the, the weak. I've never, never been into these comic book stories. Yeah. yeah. You're talking to a comic book geek, so. Mm. I've never, never saw the, 
the appeal and a Transformers geek. That was a cartoon, though. I know, I know the Transformers was a cartoon. It was a toy line that became a cartoon, wasn't it? Aye. And it had a rival toy line called GoBots that were rubbish. (laughs) (laughs) But, uh, aye, Transformers is the best. Talk to the hand. He's setting something up for us. Talk to the hand. Oh, yeah. A song. A song? Righty-ho. Let's see what we got here. Right. Did I play that yesterday? You played that yesterday. Mm. What have you got there? Coffee and TV by Boa. Ooh. Thank you. 
Welcome back, everyone, to Soapbox. That was EM. An association with the relationship of the radio. Affiliation that we call the Conservative Tory Lib Dem Coalition of the Students Association. What? That's new. I just waffle, waffle, waffle. Right, so, yeah, it is 8.29, and everybody should know by now that that means it's time for some shout-outs. So, <laughs> first up is Radio Cali's second birthday party on the 17th of February. That's two, two days from today. And the Flying Duck, £3 a ticket. Um, next up, we have the Cali Ball, which is hosted by the Fashion Society, which is on the 23rd of February. Hosting Radisson Hotel, tickets priced at £35. We... We... I don't know why I was saying we there. Um, <laughs> your £35 will get your champagne reception, three-course meal, complimentary wine, or non-alcoholic equivalent, and a disco. Uh, dress code is black tie. I'm not going to do my cheesy line. Um, all money... Well, not all money. Some money raised goes towards Alzheimer's Scotland. What happens to the rest of it? I think it goes towards paying for the actual event. Cheap. Yeah. <laughs> Cheap. Um, next one is on Thursday the 3rd of March. There's a pub quiz priced at £5 per ticket. It's lovely that having been told a venue for this. Somewhere in Glasgow there's going to be a pub quiz. It's your job to find out where The first round is to find out where it is. If you get through that, then you can take part. I think I was go. told, but I can't remember the name of it. Think of it as a qualifier. It's on the Facebooks. Is it on Facebook? Right, it's on the Facebook, so I'll tell you all tomorrow. But all money goes towards Scottish Purity Foundation and it is to help raise funds for uh, the Caradonian Challenge, which, if you don't know, means you have to walk 54 miles in 24 hours. <coughs> um, so the guys over at, Sh- the trainees over at Shepherd and Weatherburn are doing that. Um, lastly, tonight we have the first in the Law Society's inaugural series of lectures going on. Um, it's, tonight it's Professor Alan Miller, Chair of the Scottish Human Rights Commission. Um, now it's be there for about 5 o'clock, it's in the Deep Rose Lecture Theatre in the Governing Becky Building, that's A005. You're going to get a tea, coffee, reception. Mr uh, Miller will speak and afterwards there'll Professor be some... Professor Miller. Professor Miller will speak and afterwards there'll be some nibbles and some champagne slash sparkling wine for you all to enjoy. Probably sparkling wine. Probably. Um, and next Tuesday we've got Paul McBride and the Tuesday after we've got Daniel Carey. So we'll give you more info on that nearer time, but come along tonight. Um, High level stuff. And don't gaze your snash about, I can't be bothered. This is not relevant to me, what's... But you doing are talking to me. I don't understand. Just be later. Aye. <laughs> I don't, I don't know what to do. This is not relevant to them. What's a thing? This is relevant to everybody. And everybody's invited. In fact, expressly told to come. You better be there. We know everybody, so everybody better be there. I've just been texted and told that the place where you can go for that quiz is the Roderick Do. Down by Central. Right, so Davey, I hear you've got something to talk to us about. Nah, just when I'm flicking through the paper there, the revelation for this My Gypsy Wedding programme, I've never really seen it, it's been on in the background a couple of times, I've been but the, the big revelation seems to be that gypsies are equally as crass and tasteless as everybody else. And we're shocked. And we're shocked at this, that they're crass and tasteless. Any thoughts? <laughs> <laughs> we're shocked that they're scumbags like the rest of us, as if somehow they, they were, they were different. Anyway. Well... They spend a lot of money on it. It's like a point of laugh at them. They, 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 I, I don't know. Do you think it's like have you all seen that program, My Big Sixteenth Party or something? Yeah, my aye. Sweet Some Sixteen or something like nonsense. that. It's an American MTV reality that show. That makes my teeth crawl. Aye, but do you think that when they're told that they're going on that show, that they go out their way to make it as over the top as they can? And then phone up all the B-list strappers they can find. And Part of me wants to believe that, is, is but that I just think they're thundering. Because I think I might skills. be the same. Because I think they might go, right, we're going to spend loads of money, make it tacky, and then when you hear they're on telly, they're like, let's make it mega! No, I can see that being an everyday occurrence. See if it is, and they're keeping the wedding industry afloat in this time of recession. 
pumpkin shaped carriage dresses like that I've, I've actually watched it that is bedroom wear <laughs> <laughs> and I've heard <laughs> I've heard people talk about how moral the gypsy community is yet they're so ridiculously inappropriate it's raining his back a wee bit there Andy I was like, all gypsies are ridiculous. No, no, no. <laughs> but Can you get a whistle? <laughs> Can we yellow card them? Uh, yellow card. <laughs> I'm going to stop them. <laughs> <laughs> Just put a filter on and then speak. I'm sure Andy doesn't believe that what he just said. Did you just try to make a point? I was just trying. Or be funny, because this is a comedy show, and anything we say can't be taken in a serious. Oh, we did say we were going to take the filters off and be be more opinionated. Right, go tell so tell yes. everybody how every you, gypsy is. You broke, <laughs> <laughs> you broke my train of thought. Now. <coughs> right, go find it. They don't seem to be doing it in too large or different like that. Since Sweet Sixteen program. It's just unctuous, precocious wee that, That's That's the same selfish, thing now, it's really inappropriate. Boiled. They are equally as loathsome as anybody in any of these programmes. These no, rats. They, I, I hated that programme. I used to sit there and watch it and they're getting Lamborghinis for their 16th party and it's like... And then they start <laughs> giving and say, It's not the right colour. I, I wanted a leather and tea. I can set bring myself to watch it. Everybody's seen Kevin Bridges. I would uh-huh. talk about that. 16th birthday party says if my dad gave me £17,000 no, if, if my dad if he gave me <laughs> 17 grand no dad no I'd have done oh, I was finishing I'd have finish been doing the part with all my mates having a swally ha <laughs> that was Kevin Bridges that was <laughs> two hours of Kevin Bridges I cannot stand him Oh well, I think it's alright. See, I'm bad out there because it's stand-up. I know. I made another discovery yesterday that could well just fill the show. We could just turn it into an uh, audio equivalent of this website. Tabloid Watch. Tabloid <laughs> <laughs> Watch. just dissect the lies that are put forth in the mail and the sun and places like that. It's wonderful. I spent two hours on Then you can really let me go. <laughs> I, the one that caught my eye yesterday was Charlie Brooker referred to it. Uh, Rochdale's Mark's favourite person Rochdale City Council are making Muslim only toilets so Tabloid Watch picked this story apart and it was just predicated entirely on an untruth so that, even if that was true was some matter with it I don't even understand it's what a Muslim toilet is it's preposterous is it significantly different no have you ever been to a toilet that's been designed for people of that religion to use no Right, if you were going to Birmingham Airport and you were to use one of the toilets, there's like stools at the urinal. We're but they're sailing close to the wind today, chaps. No, but um, this is an actual fact. I went. I was in Birmingham. How are we sailing close to the wind? I know, I'm just talking just about the toilet. Toilets? I went to the toilet and there were stools. There was like half the... Generally fine stools in toilets. No, but there were stools across <laughs> from the urinal. You know that football toilets, urinals that are way down the floor? Imagine that except with like stools in front of them for you to sit down. Well, you urinate. Right. You've just educated me. That just shows my absolute ignorance. But, but the, the, I think the thing is, they don't just, like, you would undo your fly and pee. The you trousers sure you, down at the ankles. I think. You sure you were in the woman's toilet or the disabled <laughs> toilet or something? <laughs> Positive, like. Um, and I, I, that, that was my first, my first another experience of it. But the tabloid watch website that I discussed yesterday was the Daily Star story that Egypt unrest will lead to thousands of illegal immigrants fleeing war riot torn Egypt and flooding to Britain the leader of NATO has warned the real then, then it continues many refugees are desperate to escape and head here to milk the benefits system uh, what the guy actually said was that there's this instability in the region and there's a longer term perspective that might lead to immigration so they've extrapolated this to feel the Boeing 737s coming into Heathrow <laughs> full of Egyptian rioters and to take your tax-paying money. I hate tabloid. Yep, and they've twisted the guy's words so that they're going to be climbing through the Channel Tunnel. Can we start a campaign to stop people buying them? I would actually invest a lot of time and money into that. No, do you know what I want to do? I want to set up a, a, a tabloid newspaper that prints truth fact. and facts. But then it wouldn't and be a tabloid. It would be, be, be an actual newspaper. 
a sort of slightly left leaning away from the sun and star out of their orbit. They just there's like, it's just a but, ca- but in a tabloid format. But I think well that's in a tabloid format. Aye, but this is, the, this is the aye. Andy's talking about the best paper available for a whole twenty p for mm. twenty pence a year. So I instead of buying that crap that you normally <coughs> buy, the Sun, News of the World, Daily Record, Get all that absolute nonsense. Is the I got dear Deirdre? No, it doesn't. Right. And that's the one that's, thing. That's it's the one tick in the box that the Sun has. Mm. Well, they can write in here. We'll answer your questions if you're We'll answer it instead. But you just get the news. You don't get any spin or lies or rhetoric. It's just what's scary is that people don't realise that that's what they're getting. They think they're getting the news. Aye, and it just forms. They've got. It's just by repetition. It just forms their daily opinion, their worldview. It's it's the media of choice for what I call bathroom lawyers. Bathroom lawyers. Bathroom no, lawyers. I've never heard that term. Yeah, it's actually quite a good term. If you think about it. Armchair lawyers. But no. bathroom lawyer and canteen lawyer. <laughs> ah, right. Do you get where he's going now? Aye, aye, aye. I'm sure we've all met a few of them in our time. Ignore racists. <laughs> the kind of people who say I'm no racist, but but I don't like. <laughs> but but keep your foul opinions to yourself. Do you want to hear them? Why is it all taxi drivers seem to have a law degree as well? I know. Every time no, drive all get for there's, a, there's, a huge, there's an untapped seam of <laughs> legal talent. The plush toy in the back of the, the taxi. No. <laughs> did you notice? Know we, we get taxi up to Glasgow Uni last week, listeners, and as <laughs> uh, taxi drivers are wanting to do, they've personal, this guy's personalised his cab, and he had a golly walk <laughs> in the back no of the way. cab. Did you not see that? No. Uh, facing towards the, the passenger <laughs> cabin, <laughs> just in case you maybe wanted to. Just as a, as a stamp, looking at a racist. So just in case you weren't sure if the guy was racist, he made sure you knew. <laughs> exactly, yeah. Just so you knew exactly. Or at least it was a own. conversation. Start to say it's no racist. I'm no racist, but I've got a golly walk in my taxi. And why should we not be allowed this? I'm a, I'm a member of the Ku Klux Klan, but it's racist. <laughs> it's hard to see through this big white sheet. <laughs> <laughs> My peripheral vision's quite restricted, <laughs> but I'm no racist. <laughs> so there you go, that way, if anybody who's of an ethnic origin gets in the tag, well, we're all of an ethnic origin, of an ethnic minority origin. It's a normal minority, depending on the country you're in. Ah, aye, exactly. So if you're of a minority here and you get in his taxi, you know, or if you're a racist like he is, yes, mate, I can't believe I'm not like Gollywogs, yes. Where did you even To be fair, he might not be racist, somebody might have just have put it in his taxi and try to be I don't know funny <laughs> funny if you can sh- string it stretch it to possibly in somebody's <laughs> warped mind they might find something funny it would be if it cable tied into the grill the wheels like bin lorries have always got teddies it would be funny if we did that no funny I think it would be at least the, the poor wee gollywog then said. I do think you can still get them. You can you can get them in various assorted you, in shops and I think the you used to online store. You used to right. collect tokens in the back of marmalade jars. Aye. Really? And send them away. Aye, that's, aye, it's funny how things go for like minstrel shows and telly. Everybody's wains go one of these things as a plush toy to everybody just went, wait a minute. <laughs> this isn't quite right. <laughs> Well, you wonder who pointed that out? There's a good, there's not a good, there's, a, there's a, an interesting website that lists sort of American post-Civil War era toys for the Deep South and books and the language used and the, the, the iconography. It's incredible to see that some of this was ever in the mainstream. It's so foreign now to our eyes. Did they have a different version of Pinata and things like that? Mm. <laughs> Maybe not quite that, but the the N word is prevalent, right? Through everything, and it's kids' stories and kids' toys. No wonder there was such a deeply embedded. How long ago was that? Because that's deeply abhorrent. To but about a century ago, maybe. When we play a song, I'll try and dig it out for you. Never. Fairly. I still endemic now. Mm. Yeah, it depends on where you are. Yeah. <coughs> In the back of that guy's taxi. <laughs> <laughs> for one. We can hear some important opinions, but I, if you need the tabloids, then that's what I'll end up. That's I'm going to use that as a cautionary tale to my kids. 
Very the tabloid you end up a thundering ignorant racist. I'm not gonna allow anyone no. in my house. Yeah. But there's a guy on Twitter getting over my door. There's I, I a guy on Twitter. Sorry, anyway. I was just gonna say there's a guy on Twitter who um he's whole, the whole premise of his Twitter feed is that he reads the Daily Mail so you don't have to. It's is noble and admirable. Yeah, but you guys say Graham, sorry. I was gonna say I think by the time it comes round for us to be thinking about kids, papers probably won't mean be papers anymore. I'm nearly 30. And my birthday's two weeks yesterday. Oh, I get that, and why don't you? Anybody wants to buy me in two uh, weeks yesterday? Be. I'm not buying it just because you said if anybody wants to buy me in. <sighs> right, I'll die here, I'm putting a song on. I'm not dying, I'm about to lay into the Olympics, but go, give a song. Right, go, lay in. No, let's go, give me a song. Right, well, this is what you get locked. Looked. Bye. Bye. <laughs> I'll be back.
So welcome back everybody, it's 8.49, you're listening to The Soapbox in an open relationship with the Student Association. Does that mean we're in an open relationship with all the people in the Student Association, or just the fictional Student Association building? We can go with other Student Associations if we decide, so we're not bound to them now. Anybody wants to make us a better offer? It's not like we're in a marriage. Right, okay. Right, so what's next up, the Olympics? The Olympics, the schedule's been released, so you can plan Plan your games. Plan your life. Around how many different options it runs, it seems from July the 27th to August the 12th. And how many events? Oh, yeah. An ungodly amount of events for you to park yourself in front of your TV. It's an I think absolute. you might like to do that. Have a little phase where you engage in some sort of activity for a little while and then realise. You really don't like it after all. No, and nothing exciting's happening. It's just people running in a circle or throwing some snooze fest. Aye, even the fact that boring in it. Davy's idea. I think we should talk about that a wee bit more. Combining the two events. Yeah. Archery and this could be a competition that nobody enters. Archery and long distance running. So you get the archers get three arrows. It's just got four and running. Is there a minimum distance? It's up to him. That's, that's the record. I mean, you can't see you throw the javelin a minimum distance. Whoever throws it the furthest. Whoever, whoever manages to spear you saying bolt and arrow for whatever distance is declared to win. So if you could build a time machine, you could easily make an Olympic winning team for that event then. Go back to medieval times when archers were amazing. Yeah, got Robin Hood on the field. Right. <laughs> for not Russell Crowe. What, what else is there? There seems to be... We're going to run the events with it. Archery. Watching archery. Okay. As you said, it's good fun. If you're doing it yourself. But watching. I like to see the actual... Race walk. What? Athletics. Race walk. Athletics is just... I could do that. You know, no, being no, in no. The... No, you, you need to have the proper there's stance. Joke, there's a joke in there. A race walk. You think, no, by definition, the Olympics suggests something that you need to have a certain skill for, you know, you need to train a certain That's level, a, you know? The race walk is the, you walk and the, the rule is that one feet, one foot has always got to be in contact with the ground or something like that. You see them walking, it looks like they're making buttons with them. <laughs> so go back to our last conversation about taxi driver things like that. If you could wipe out one race, what would it be? <laughs> for the Olympics? <laughs> Ah, of course. <laughs> <laughs> Don't ask that question in the back of the Gollywog man's taxi. <laughs> <laughs> um, Artistic gymnastics. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I don't know. Equestrian it would have to be for me. I was, it was just a joke about racists. I know. That was all. It wasn't really seriously suggesting that we why put people who are racist. It's a lot of rubbish. The Fitbit's are handball in it. Fitbit handball. Yeah. Even yeah. that's devalued because it's a selection of nobodies and two Un- over. Under 23 rule on it. Aye. Mm-hmm. So it's it? fairly insignificant. I just don't care. I, I literally don't care. Are GB making a team for the Olympics this year? I mm. couldn't even tell you. I couldn't even care less. It'll be. So either be England players and a total Welshy. Or Scottish player, or there'll be some rule that imposes three each and there's four each in the squad, and it'll be rubbish. And the manager who manages it will not care. You forgot Northern Ireland. Northern Ireland, aye. Well, who's going to be in that? Christ knows. The Derry Pelly. Too old. Too old. He allowed one or two overage players. So I mean, we can get Ryan Giggs. Give the man another national tournament. It's beneath him. It's beneath him. It's beneath us watching it. Beneath us talking about it. Well, we're on the subject of that, even though we don't normally talk about it, Ronaldo has retired. What Ronaldo has retired? Ronald O. The real Ronaldo. The The original. The real Ronaldo. The man who, between 95 and 2002, was pretty much unstoppable when he was injured. I was saying yesterday, I've never seen anyone run with a football like him. Speed and poise. No. Dribbling ability. Do you know one world player? One world player of the year twice, and it was five years apart. Now, who else has been at the top of their game for that length of time? You can't imagine anybody else. Just 
sustaining that level of performance. I mean, when he was at Barcelona in the mid nineties, it was unstoppable. That season, PSV Barcelona. Did he know? Is he still got the record until Messi broke it or equaled it for goals scored in a La Liga season? I think he's got Messi's got it for calendar year. Right, because the great end to last season, the great start to this. But I don't know if he's got the. But it has been Ronaldo, hasn't it? I think so. I hear held the record, eh? Forty-eight and forty-one or something. Something like that, aye. Unstoppable. He said in his press conference that shame of everybody who called him fat. He's got a thyroid problem. Now that's maybe f- but he's he's a bit disingenuous. But a bit disingenuous because he can take it and give authority that when he was at Real Madrid at during a pre-season open doors training match. He slunk away from training and stood next to the fans. But he was going on, because they're signing and things, and engaged in a who can eat the most magnums competition <laughs> with fans in the stand. And he packed away three of them. He won. He put away three magnums. So, uh, he's not quite an innocent party in this overweight thing. Plus, he was always out at the time partying, and he was nearly training when he was at Madrid. He was out on the drink and... I mean, Roberto Carlos were partying all the time. So he's he's, he's certainly playing, but to get to a 34 with some serious knee injuries, Aye. and he scored something like eight goals this season as well. So he's still scoring goals for whoever he was at. Superstar. Tragedy that he never won the Champions League, Ronaldo. Mm. Yeah. No, one everything else, just never. I think he's two World Cups, so be. Never won. Yeah, probably. Yeah. Surely enough. Is it he won the Copa Aye, America as well, surely. No, one. One World Cup. No, 2002 and 90. Um, Meeting 98. It was part of the squad. It was part of the squad in 94. Was it? At 17, but I don't think I actually played. Is that the only two you won? Did they all win another one? No. I don't. Off the top of my head, I can't think. Who won to. I don't know. Who won to. 98 was France. Italy. Well, we might not be in the squad. Italy won it, didn't they? Aye. But Andy's a all time World Cup top goal scorer. Yep. Beat Gerd Miller. Impressive. So. R.I.P. and peace, Ronaldo. That's that's a nice way to finish. That is. Let, let's get a wee song and play as it. Right. For Ronaldo. For Ronaldo. Ronaldo. For Ronaldo. And Christ, that's not for Ronaldo. Let's chew the fat a bit longer. Anybody got a suggestion for a song for Ronaldo? Create all the pies. <laughs> <laughs> it wasn't him, because he's got a thyroid problem. There's about a million songs on uh, Spotify. Dedicated to the man. Yeah. Right. Dead Air, Dancing Machine song. by the Jackson Five. Because that's what he did with his feet when he was running with the ball. Right, okay. Right, so goodbye. Bye bye. Thank you for Thank watching. You're, you're welcome. You're welcome. You are welcome. So, we listen to. <laughs> Thank you for listening. Here tomorrow at 8. Until the music stops now Yeah To the very captivating She's a dynamite attraction At the top of a coin she goes
Oh well, it's time for you to get out of bed. It's time for radio soapbox. We have Mark and Dave and Graham and Guess. We'll even take your wee requests. That's a box every day from eight to nine. Even podcasts, search on Jellycast, so bye.